Hello and welcome to Polish Daily on Resonance 104.4 FM and ResonanceFM.com. My name is Kasper Zemianin and uh, every week I present you the most interesting stuff coming from Poland. And today, after very long awaiting, I have um, announced uh, this guest for nearly two years now, probably. <laughs> uh, we have in the studio here uh, Robert Piotrowicz. Hello, Robert. Hey, hello. How are you doing? I'm fine. A little bit hot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a small studio. Oh, no, I have rushy morning. Ah. Uh, tell us w- what uh, brings you to London. Uh, London called me with uh, Unsound Festival. I was I come here to, to play a show for them. It was yesterday night. And I asked you how it went and you said it wasn't so great. Uh, <laughs> yes, I mean, actually it was a problem of, of techniques uh, during my show, in the middle of the show. Half of, of the system just stopped to work and just to make an incredible crackling. So after the wire I decided not to play anymore. Mm. So it was a pause, I come back, but of course the energy was lost and everything. I mean, people enjoy that, but from my point of view I was a little bit unhappy because I didn't really deliver what I really used to do on the live show. So mm-hmm. all to all, we survived, <laughs> but it was not that bombastic as supposed to be. <laughs> Robert is a well-known musician, uh, improviser, composer, sound artist. Uh, you have released uh, a number of records. You have pl- played all over the place. Uh, the list is quite long, but pretty much everywhere in the world, I would say. Uh, is there anywhere you, you, where you have any continent you haven't played? Yes, Africa, actually. Africa. I mean, if you consider Israel as Africa, I was there, but <laughs> it's not really <laughs> Africa, I think. So, uh, and you're also um, author of music for theater music and uh, sound installations. My first kind of question is how uh, did you, how did you become involved in, uh, in music? Uh, were you... Uh, studying or are you self-educated? I'm self-educated uh, completely. I I was really enthusiastic into the music when I was a kid, like from my seventh actually. And around 12 I started to play drums in the big band in the school. I haven't really learned there because it was a lot of kids trying to have uh, this school band uh, in a whole piece and we have one teacher and drums left for me. I was unhappy <laughs> first because I wanted really to play guitar, you know, I was into rock. Yeah, and everyone wants to play guitar. guitar. <laughs> but finally the drums made me really happy because I was so important in the band. Mm. So <laughs> I was the main figure. I, I was playing loud and was happy to do that. And then I had a short break and when I was f- around 14, 15 years, I was into punk rock so much. I tried to play and I set up the band and si- since then I'm here, so it means that from these times I was all the time learning what I want to do and trying mm-hmm. to set up my own music with just my own knowledge and it means that all the time I'm working on my workshop, my technical possibility, but also like compositional way of, of thinking, it's it's another intellectual process and that's it. It's I was never learning from any teachers. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm against them, but just my life just turned out like that that i was not anywhere really with with peop- with any kind of education th- this traditional meaning but i learned a lot from other musicians and composers mm-hmm. 
So do you, for example, do you learn by listening to? Yes, but music? also for example, when, when was it was late nineties when when all my rock experimental whatever you call the form we had uh, turned into improvised music. I have the chance to play it with great improvisers like 15 years ago and I learned a lot from them like entity on the stage but also how you work with other musicians how you work with your structure with your instruments mm -hmm. and I have a chance to see them on stage and play with them it is quite incredible that in this time for me for my uh, transition from one situation to another I have a chance to to be there with them mm -hmm. so yes it was uh, just those people so your main is your main instrument uh, your your modular synthesizer or you, you you play other instruments as well, right? I, as I told you, I I I start with the drums and I was a guitar for a very long time. I use a guitar like a main instrument for all the nineties and early two thousands. I still have a guitar and used a lot of uh, let's say processing for that. But uh, then I tend to to preparing the guitar and this brought me to Sonoris so much that. It was not really interesting for me to process guitar for with electronic devices. So, so I started to look for the instrument which uh, is more generative, not like changing the sound of the guitar, but going with this together. So then, uh, I found like modular since some kind of tool, some kind of environment you can build your own voice, you can work with that. And it was 2002. I, I bought. Uh, first modules. What was it? It was a few modules for Dopfer, mostly uh -huh. some oscillators. It was very basic system, and I have to say that since then to now, it's still changing. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, when you play live, you you, you usually use mostly uh, this, this modular system yeah. and, and the computer as well. Or? Computer is only for for sound distribution. It's not like ah, okay. uh, uh, Just there's any sounds going on, and okay. also not really processing what I do. It's a little bit like my computer is a little bit like old techniques for reworks when you have <laughs> long tape running all the time. So it's a little bit like that, but I'm just trying to just send signals to different. Uh, Pitches okay. of speeds, mm -hmm. for example, and it's um, let's it allows me to to build a complex form because with one modular synth, which maybe looks big, but it's not big in sense of how many voices mm -hmm. you can have at the same time. I'm not able to to build a complex form, so I use a computer as a kind of. I don't want to say loop of tape because it's not exactly that. I'm trying to make another. Synth voices with that, but mm -hmm. all the sounds are, are the synths, not a computer. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, my next question is uh, because this year you have released uh, two albums already, right? Uh, yes. When Snake Boy is dying mm -hmm. and uh, Lincoln next C. one, Lincoln C. And they are quite different in uh, in the way they sound. The, the first one, this, uh, when the Snake Boy is dying, which I played already on this show uh, several times. Um, you have much more uh, traditional instruments like piano and um, it's much more, I don't know how to say it, not, not atmospheric but kind of ambient almost in a way, so mm -hmm. slightly different from uh, your previous uh, releases. And But this, then Lincoln C is again coming back to more more uh, noisy, let's say. Uh, mm. I would not say that. I mean, 
Snake Boy record comes first of all it comes from the, the my project I was doing uh, audiobook for for mm-hmm. uh, Zbigniew Herbert Pan Kogito Mr Kogito uh, <laughs> uh, poems and there I have to do it slightly different than I usually worked on audio art whatever it was so the audiobook supposed to be listened for everybody so I need to keep my own aesthetics plus being a little bit understable not even listenable but understable <laughs> and this is and it was two hours of the music and of course it's going under the voice but basically it's like going on it's uh, complex compositions changing sometimes there are two poems on the pieces etc and after all I, I knew that I will make a, another album out of it it's not such a mm, new thing for me to work with other instruments only it happens because I was so excited with synthesizer <laughs> during last year that I really wanted all the time make a piece just electronically. Okay. And also it's easier in a way that uh, today in, in this kind of uh, activity, of art activity, of composing music uh, by one person, not being really like composer working with orchestra and stuff, everything is a matter of, 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 of possibility. It means that I would love to to make more records with instruments, but you need to record them and uh, pay for that and mm. everything. And you it's said not easy. Yeah, and you said you you never use samples, right? You always record. No, no because everything. I have these instrumental skills, or I worked with great musicians. So for me to sample uh, situations, it's it's too old school at the moment. <laughs> it's like everything now is uh, sampled. Most of the music you hear in the commercial production is sampled. Or mm. m- you watch the movie, it's like all sampled. No, yeah. they are Games, computer yeah, games. Yeah, they're mostly not using any orchestras anymore yeah, f- yeah, in the movies. So everything sounds the same. So even if I, for example, record the piano, first of all, I played it by myself, so it's like a very important mark of, of my personality on it. But it's not that egocentric situation. I mean that even if it's recorded much worse than the bank of samples I could buy or or steal from the internet, whatever <laughs> you can do, it's it's something I, I don't like about this commercial economy system that you go there and take those things. I prefer to make my own input, which means even if it's technically not that perfect it's or yours. it's not possible, but it's my own input. I'm far away from the system which produced things today. Okay. I'm not happy with this. Yeah, sure. Even I my instrument, like for example, I have some modules which are maybe 1000 copy. It sounds like a lot, but it's not because if you buy iPad and you play, play on iPad, it's probably thousands of millions or whatever yes. copies. Yeah. And I have modules which were made by guy, for example, who already died because of the cancer. So there will be no more releases of him. Okay. And do you I wanted to ask you, do you make your own instruments as well? Or? No, not no. really. Okay. I mean, my own. I make my own sounds with the tools I, I'm, I'm getting from other people. I mean, they are much better in that <laughs> than me. So, because the, I think I somewhere I saw uh, somewhere on the website that there in one of the installations you were using self-made electronic instruments. Ah, uh, it's it? it's another story. In the, in the installations, I mean, go completely to the roots. I mean, I take uh, something you usually can. Uh, get from from organizers or, or gallery people or whatever you find in the place not not such a way but I want them to find the speakers amplifiers <laughs> and that's it and it 
could be any amplifier. So they sometimes it's a computer speaker, sometimes it's a radio, uh, sometimes it's a old tape machine, sometimes it's a car audio. And with that, I'm building the the feedbacks, and I'm trying to make them like instruments. So what means that from seven feedbacks, I build I build some kind of uh, structure which is based mostly on um, somehow spectral audio. It's it's not a noise or something like that. It's mm-hmm. it's very it's very tonal in a way, but it's uh, not tonal in a twelve uh, uh, tones or something. It's but. I'm tuned them into each other, so basically it's a small, small uh, orchestra playing itself because okay. that this this tunes are slightly moving. Yeah, so uh, you obviously need microphones as well. I no? use only speakers. Like ah, microphone. speakers as microphones. Yeah. Okay, okay. To be very brutal, <laughs> and also it's it's also because that this 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 work you are mentioning is called Prometheus, and it's a Romanian name from Prometheus, Prometheus. Prometheus, yes. <laughs> Prometheus, yeah. so, yes, exactly. So, um, wh- why is that? That I lose these primitive things. This is my also reflection to electronic music and its own development in aesthetics. Amplifier and speakers. It's an old device. You could make this installation like 100 years ago. Yeah. Uh, basically, second after they invented this situation, but nobody was really thinking about using this like that. This is one story about using the technology, but second story is like how you how much time you need like in human like intellectual development that you come from this place where you have just speakers and a tool and finishing with this kind of uh, sound aesthetics Mm -hmm. in the meantime you have composer they are fighting to (laughs) to break rules in notation and stuff but But also simple tools and they they don't use them Anyway. Of course, they didn't use them because they was they were still so much uh, dedicated to to notation and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not any critique about that. It just show that the music, like contemporary music or experimental music or let's say abstract music, has very short history, mm-hmm. and we need maybe so much time to consider how complicated development it is because working on abstract sound it's not an easy job, and mm-hmm. it's not like you can just switch to abstraction because you are not playing certain notes or certain harmonies or you just forgot notation or you are just avoiding everything. It's not about that because you have to really develop your language and you really need to develop the form and everything. So hmm. this piece is also about that, that we have tools, but doesn't mean that we know what to do with that. And it's not about even invention that you have to invent the situation because you don't really understand your own situation in the time, you know? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you play the instrument right now with these techniques and we have so so much, so little uh, experience with new sounds. Yeah. Like, in compared to how long is a traditional music yeah. history, it's like, you can say, thousands of years. Yeah, some people say... Thousands of consciousness yeah, about yeah. how to do that. And now we open ears to let very, less very uh, so, yeah not not very new sounds in, in fact I mean, but less uh, or d- to different organization of the sounds mm-hmm. which is something we okay. need to consider like also experimental music is like first enthusiasm is going to play on broken guitar and then uh, put something in the piano but then okay we, you you did that but now please What's develop next? it yeah. now yes not we mostly stay there you know what mm-hmm. i mean and 
in underground music it's even worse because it's like big circle yeah, starting with back. something rioting then come back to then yeah. and it's all the time only like yeah they say that only the tools are changing but the music stays the same from 60s it's the same ideas and, uh, and everything mostly yes and that's interesting um shall we maybe play some music because we've been talking a lot all right um, can we play a little bit of your latest release Lincoln C yeah it's long pieces so let's play just a few minutes of this okay.
Okay, we're coming back to our uh, interview with uh, Robert Petrovich. Finally, we managed to meet uh, after almost two years of trial and error. Uh, Robert is was playing yesterday at Unsound Festival uh, in London, first edition of uh, Unsound London. And today we are lucky to have him in the studio. Uh, in the meantime, when we were listening to your uh, latest release, Lincoln C, you, you mentioned something uh, that you're recording some... Uh, new instruments, new piece, because you said these are actually quite quite old uh, uh, works. Yes, a little bit. I mean, mm, I started to record this this album two years ago or something, and usually my compositional process is long, because I am uh, building all these uh, pieces by myself in my home studio. There's sometimes so much voices, like in this piece we hear, it's maybe... 20 voices. Wow. Maybe you don't hear it so much because I work uh, a lot with a spectrum. So sometimes you hear one sound, and but there's like few of them changing, and this is also my aesthetic uh, mm, sign. Uh, yes, now I'm working actually on a few projects, but most important is that I started to work also a long <laughs> time ago because it was a year ago on the piece called. Blake Angel. It's it's a, a piece with uh, William Blake uh, uh, writings. I I do it together with dramaturg from um, Czech Republic, Łukasz Iriczka. I work with him quite often on different radio or theater pieces, mostly based on audio because this mm-hmm. is the only thing we do. And now I, I, I recorded already some drums, played by myself. I will use also other instruments. Also, including um, how you call it, um, I don't know the name for English, like clavecin. What is clavecin? This? I would say, I, okay. I would guess, I'm not sure. <laughs> or, or spinet, I think. So, I need to find the instrument. I think there is one in the radio, Polish radio in Poland, I probably <laughs> use it. And uh, also, very, very fresh project is a movie of Zbigniew Libera, it's a full feature movie. I was already on the on the plan on the side mm-hmm. of the shooting, and there is that a design instruments for this for this uh, for this movie. So mostly, I will work with acoustic instruments with this. With this. Okay. So it's what's the movie title? It's called Valser. Valser. Yeah, it will be premiered next year. Okay. It's just that regular movie. Interesting. Yeah. Today we listen to the first half of the interview with Robert Piotrovich. Next week the other part. Thanks for listening. This was Polish Daily on Resonance 104.4 FM and ResonanceFM.com with Kasper Ziemianin.